from Connects Media, this is Atlanta Born and Brand. I'm your host, Jonathan Hilliard. From its inception, this show has been all about introducing you to the founders and creators that make this city special. We have walked you through their journeys from brand new startups to growing businesses to mainstays in the community. This season, we are expanding our focus. We will always be advocates for the little guys. But this year, we want to bring you stories from the whole spectrum of Atlanta culture. From one-person startups to thousand-member teams, there are organizations all around the city contributing to its success. And you're going to hear about them all right here on Atlanta Born and Brand. The global pandemic has left no organization unaffected. But we believe the signs are emerging for a bounce back of epic proportions in Atlanta. Little introduction is needed for our guests this week, unless maybe you're new to Atlanta or have been living under a rock. In 2007, twin brothers Jonathan and Justin Fox opened their first barbecue joint. 14 years later, Fox Brothers Barbecue in their DeKalb Avenue location have become Atlanta staples. Today, we talk with Jonathan and Justin about how this thing got started, creating their unique spin on Texas-style barbecue and opening a second location mid-pandemic. First off, guys, thanks so much for having us. Um, oh, thank you. For the new space looks beautiful. I know it's been, it's been a labor of love for you, I'm mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, it's been a labor. A <laughs> bit of labor. <laughs> we'll get to the love part later. Is that? <laughs> no. We love it. Yeah. Yes. No, that's great. And I know you know we're talking to you guys a little bit before we we came online here. Um, I'm sure this process was longer and and more complicated in a lot of ways because of just what's going on in the world. But I would love to take you guys back to the beginning. You know, we were just talking about the store over on the uh, over on the east side of town uh in 14 years you mm-hmm. guys have had that store open would you have thought you know 14 years ago i i still remember the first day and i remember we opened on a, a thursday and and i remember getting through that weekend and what we had to endure i mean saturday night our first saturday night we were open at seven o'clock a transformer blew right in front of our restaurant we lost power and we, we, we somehow you know, made it through service. But that Sunday, I remember uh, talking to one of my partners and, and, and I was like, you know, I was like, man, I was like, we need to, we need to close you know, for a couple of days just to, just to regroup and, and kind of, you know, and, the, and he was like, nope, we're open. And that was kind of like reality had set in. And you're like, all right, I guess this is just gonna be. Sure. <laughs> Famous last words. 14 years later. Here <laughs> we are. 14 years later. Well, no, and I'm sure the opening was, was quite a ride for you guys, but I know you guys had been doing this for quite a while before you opened, yeah. you know, your own brick and mortar. I know there's some roots, I guess. Was it Smith's Old Bar? Yeah, I mean, we yeah. started, uh, that was kind of our first um, uh, little outpost. I mean, yeah. we, we were joking um, with someone recently. We're like, it was a podcast, or I mean, a, uh, it was a pop-up before pop-ups were a thing yeah. and um you know that was 2004 i think when we started yeah and uh, we were cooking in our backyard yeah um for friends and kind of just developing recipes and doing word of mouth catering things like that and and um so the smithsville bar thing came along and 
um, that somehow worked into a, a restaurant. Yeah. But um, how does the conversation start with those guys to say, "Hey, can we sell barbecue out of your bar?" They were they were big fans of the product and 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 saw like the commitment that we had and and were kind of like, "Hey." Um, I think what what had transpired was we started doing one night, one day a week, and then football season came along. We added weekends to that, and and I was just cooking and and filling orders and bringing food up there, and and before you know it, we had seven days a week up there. We had our own little menu insert, and um, we got like uh, the out of the blue. Uh, we had AJC call us, and we got like we were voted runner up for best barbecue in Atlanta. And we were basically, you know, running it out of our house into through Smith's Old Bar's kitchen. Right. And so that conversation just kind of started like, hey, you know, let's 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 take this momentum and, and see where we can go with it. And and uh, I think within that year, we found a, a location on DeKalb Avenue yep. and found it on Friday, looked at it on Sunday and signed lease on Monday. And that location was it an old gas station. That? So yeah, it, it used to be a gas station, yeah. and then it had been several restaurants before that. Um, we, I, I guess, it had gone out of the one restaurant had gone out of business a couple months before that. So. Mm, gotcha. Well, and you know, having been working in Atlanta when you guys opened, um, I know it was. You know, you talked about that first weekend being crazy, but the repeat customers, you know, started coming back, and I know you guys are are inherently familiar with the the challenge of being right there on the main road with mm -hmm. limited parking i'm sure you know has has been an issue for 14 years at this point <laughs> you know i thought when we we opened you know i was like oh you know everybody knows who we are and and i quickly learned that you know people not only didn't know who we are they didn't care who we hmm. were you know there you get one chance you know how is how is your product and and at that time, barbecue was a lot different in the city of Atlanta no doubt, and, yeah. and the surrounding areas. And, and you know, it's like, it was like, kind of, I, I always call it, I was like, you know, our barbecue is not your daddy's barbecue. It's not that barbecue that you grew up with. Sure. That barbecue you grew up going to eat with your parents or your grandparents. And so we got a lot of that, like, why, where are all your sauces? Where, you know, why is your <laughs> stew like this? Or, you should do your your pork like this is guy's pork, you know, and, and I was like, this is who we are. This is right. what we're doing, and this is you know, it's kind of new to everybody, but we kind of just you know, suck in sunk in the trench and 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 committed to what we were doing, and and people eventually you know, yeah, absolutely. Not only that, it was you know, the the fact that the the product we were we were serving. Uh, was fresh and not that other people's product wasn't fresh but we were pulling the pork to order right uh, slicing the brisket to order and and we had a focus on our sides and sides the quality awesome. of it you know and it was it wasn't just you know potato yeah. salad and coleslaw we had more offerings you know sure so. well and you guys you know that's a great segue to you know talking about the product and what it was that that was so different in Atlanta at the time you know like you said Jonathan the barbecue scene in Atlanta is has come a long ways in the last 14 years, but this this Texas influence that you guys kind of brought to the table early on, where did that come from? Talk about your background and how you sort of incorporated that into what you guys were doing. Well, we have to say we're from Texas is kind of an understatement. Yep. We were born in San Antonio, yep. in Alamo, 
um, on Texas Independence Day. Um, wow. And so you can't get more Texan than that. So <laughs> we're living in Georgia. And, and, and you have to, this, this flag right here, um, and for those on the listening, you'll have to come and see it so you yeah. can find out. Um, that flag was flown over the Capitol on our birthday which, you know, is Texas Independence Day, and it was wow. and it was um, on the 175th anniversary of Texas being a state. So, you know, those are those are the, the, the shoes that we have to walk in, and, sure. and we're fine with that. But I, I moved to Atlanta in 1998 and from Texas, and, and you know, Atlanta was a, a different city at that time, mm-hmm. and, and a buddy of mine I grew up with in Atlanta um, came out for the Olympics, and, and and I moved in with him and I was like, hey, you know, where where do people go eat barbecue around here? And he took me to, you know, a popular spot at the time. And and he was like, this is it. And I walked in, I was like, oh, man, this is a cool spot, you know? And then, then I tried the food and I was like, hmm, well, this isn't really what I kind of grew up <laughs> eating. Um, yeah. So that kind of, you know, a lot of people always ask, did you, you know, did your family cook barbecue? Did you grow up cooking barbecue? And, and and I didn't start cooking barbecue until I moved to Atlanta. So uh, I always enjoyed cooking and, and cooking for people, um, but but barbecue cooking did not start until after that that first venture out. Yeah. And then I realized I was like, okay, if I want that that taste of what I grew up with, I'm gonna have to do it myself. So um, <laughs> yeah. So that kind of inspired uh, inspired us, like you know, the the cooking of. Uh, barbecue in texas and and plus being in the south i love the south um i love the the traditions of the south and and, and you know the embracing southern cooking and and uh, and so kind of jumping into all that um kind of taking you know the flavors of texas barbecue and mixing it with that southern you know twang yeah. and and kind of merging it together to form Fox Brothers Barbecue. Sure. And and you guys' product is sort of this, like, this middle ground between, you know, what you talked about, you guys growing up loving in Texas and those good, rich southern flavors, yeah. you know, like the side dishes we, we, you guys We always about. say it's a mix of where we're from and where we're at. Yeah. No, I like that. We, we like to throw in our Texas influence. Yeah. But to say we're Texas barbecue, it's not, not quite the case. Yeah. Sure. Because, I mean, you know, we are an influence bringing in flavors from the South as well. You know, it's, it's and a lot of it comes from, you know, we're cooking for friends at our house on Saturday afternoons, you know, uh, watching football. You know, they'd be like, hey, this is great tonight, but next week let's try some Brunswick stew. Sure. And we're like, what the hell is Brunswick stew? I was just, you know, and I was just, I was just joking with someone just the other day about this. Um, you know, I, I, I was showing them we, we I just bottled up this uh, new vinegar uh, sauce that that we have right now, and and um, and I was talking about you know how great it goes with pork, and and I was like, man, I was like, you know, when I was when I was cooking in my backyard, and and I started reading and and learning about like, Carolina pork, you know, I took a pork butt, smoked it, and then and then I added vinegar to it. But I think at the time I just didn't know, so I added straight like cider vinegar to it, and I was like, oh my god. Why would people, I'm never doing this again? But and, and he, he, you know, he kind of said the same thing. The guy I was talking to, and and uh, and I was like, you know, once, but once I went there and tried it, and I was like, okay. But you know, those are the the flavors that you know, being in the sure. South, you're like, you know, you, I, I kind of 
jumped in and wanted to learn more about it. And so those are some of the things that we do. You know, we'll, every now and then I enjoy cooking a whole pig and, and, and uh, that's, that's always fun to do. That's by, by no means traditional in Texas, but sure. um, it's just, you know, having fun with barbecue. A second location for Fox Brothers has been anticipated for years now. But if it wasn't one thing, it was another that kept them from finding the right place to set up shop. COVID, of course, provided its challenges and delays. But finally, in August of 2021, Fox Brothers Barbecue made it to the west side and started smoking up our favorites. Well, you guys, um, you know, we talked about the opening of the store on the east side and, and years go by i know you guys had the kiosk over uh what is it um over by sweetwater. yeah over by sweetwater brewing um but going you know you always talk to folks who are running a restaurant and maybe they open it and never have an, uh, a desire to open a second restaurant and that one restaurant is their baby is that what you guys thought going off the jump uh, or know, did you hope one day that it would turn into something else going back to you know what i said when when we opened, um, you know, when we first got the restaurant, I was like, oh man, you know, we're opening a restaurant. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get rich, I'm gonna retire. <laughs> Far from it, Far from it. Um, and the amount of work that, that then went into it. And I mean, I, I, I didn't even have recipes when we opened. I just, I knew how to make everything. Yeah. And I knew how it should taste. I knew how it should look. And you know, I, I knew just how it should wind up. And, and so then I've never worked with or managed a staff before. There was a big learning curve yeah, all a, across I the had board. To, I, yeah. had to, I was trying to teach them without recipes and, and I found things were just all over the place. And then you had to work on consistency. And, and so then I had to come up with recipes and then start training. So it was, just, you know, it was a whole, a whole learning uh, curve that we had to jump in with on the fly. And those, those first two years, I mean, it was those are the hardest two years. I mean, you're working Imagine. seven days a week, you know, <laughs> hundred plus hours a, a week, yep. and you yep. know, for two years straight, you know, just to, to the point where our business partners were like, "Y'all are going to the beach. Yeah, you're, go on vacation. You're gonna go take some time off." Yeah. And we're like, "No, we can't. You know, we gotta, we gotta do this." They're like, "The store's gonna be here when you get back. Hmm. Don't worry about it. It'll yeah. be here." Well, thankful that you have that type of business partner and not the, the type that'll, you know, just yeah. let you run yourself into the ground. But no, so, you know, the, everything's going great. You know, you open the kiosk, like we talked about, the, the restaurant's going well. I'm sure the ideas for this location start brewing and then all of a sudden 2020. And uh, I'm sure you're in the middle of the plans for what this is going to be and COVID comes. Yeah. Uh, city of Atlanta restaurants. I mean, the whole, the whole ball of wax is just shut down. You know, it was. Um, you know, you mentioned the kiosk. We have that. Uh, we have a commissary uh, and catering facility that's right next to that. Um, and um, so that's how the kiosk came out. It's a little shipping container that serves a small barbecue menu. Um, but for years, I mean probably six, seven years, we've been looking over on this side of town, on the west side, trying to find what we, we technically deem our, our second location. Um, you know, we have stadiums and, and you know, the QIs right. and everything, but right. a, a, a full service 
barbecue location and it just seemed like it was never happening i mean this is what a fourth or fifth location on the west side that we we've looked at and and the whole process how i mentioned you know we found the cab you know we found it on friday looked at it on a sunday signed the lease on monday <laughs> that does not happen anymore now they're <laughs> lawyers architects yeah. brokers i mean it's it's literally a six to nine month process and so when you get to the you know the the you know you're in the red zone and you're trying to go in and 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 finish the deal and 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 get to it, something happened always something happened so it came to a point where we we met the Seeligs. we started talking about this location and and it just it literally at the works it seemed to work and and we were really excited about doing it we got to the goal line and we crossed it. We were like, all right. I was like, can we announce it now? And they're like, yes, you can announce it. So I was like, this is going to happen. Cause it seemed like always something was, you know, something was coming along to, to keep us from opening that second location. We were and, already working on plans with the architect hmm. and getting everything together. And, it, and then, and then COVID and it was just like, oh, I was like, I mean, if it's just, it's, it's, it's not one thing, it's another, you know, <laughs> and we, you know, we, we had the idea for this space and it's a, it's a large space. I mean, it's 9,300 square feet. I think our, our east side, the cab stores, all in smokehouse and all the storage and everything is right 4,000, 4,500 square feet. Right. And, um, you know, so it's easily double. And, but we, so when COVID hit, you know, we, we'd actually got our permitting, permitting in uh, right before the city shut down. Like literally, I think two days before we submitted for our permit. So it was in processing during all the time. And, and we got approved for our, our building permit during the COVID. But at that time we were like, you know, you didn't know how, where, dining was moving forward sure sure um is it going to change you know luckily we we're we were already doing and kind of well versed in to go over the years i mean it's a big part of our business so that you know that part we can handle but um moving forward how are we going is there going to be indoor dining is there going to be private dining so we spent probably four or five months going back to the drawing table trying to reduce the size of this space hmm. And, and we just couldn't find like a, um, find a good balance. So yeah. we decided, you know, let's just, we, we've come this far. We wasted enough That's time. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just and let's stick to our guns. Let's do what we plan on doing. Yeah. And by the time we open, we'll be on the other side of all this, hopefully. Um, and so once we, we were like, okay, let's move forward. And then, you know, we, we started construction and it was like, you know, you just kind of saw this place and then it was like, oh, everything's, you know, there's building delays, mm -hmm. you know, uh, product supply delays. Chain. Yes. Yep. Yeah, the supply chain is ridiculous, yep. you know, I mean, construction. Material prices, you know. Which which was good. I mean, now that we jumped in and, and we got it done, I was talking to our contractor and he was like, steel is, you know, ridiculous. It's hard to find. I mean, you know, we got buildings that are just sitting there that aren't going up because we can't find steel. And so, you know, it's just like, uh, I guess we did, we did what we did at the right time. But, you know, so COVID, you know, it was like, 
it's just what what we've always done. I mean, we, we you know we had the tree fall in our restaurant, and and we just mm -hmm. you know you freak out for a second, but then you just stand back up and you realize everybody's okay. Nobody got hurt. We're yeah. all good. It's just a building. It can be rebuilt. Right. You take it into perspective. Yeah. For let's, sure. let's get on it. Let's, let's get let's, back to work. Let's cross this hurdle and and keep moving forward. And I forgot it. about the tree. Was yeah. that was that a tornado? Is that what? No, yeah, it was just a, yeah. a freak storm Fast that storm. came through yeah. on a, on a, at like five thirty in the afternoon. Yep. And um, I mean, we had people eating in the dining room when it fell. It was surreal. I mean, you walk in and and there's there's literally food on people's tables. Yeah, I mean, it was kind of like one of those wow. you know, scenes you see of like, you know, like the table was still set, you know, yeah. and, and um, but there's a tree lying on your building, yep. you know, and yeah, I remember driving past it and thinking, I don't, I don't know what, you know, what happens after this? Yeah, know? I mean, it's, it's, you get scared for a minute. You're yeah. like everything, everything we've done over the years and, and that was 2012. So we were open five, that was our five year. Which, it was our five year an anniversary. Which, and that, ironically, the, the gift for five year anniversary is wood. <laughs> um, so, I mean. Sense of humor on that one. I can appreciate it. I mean, it kind of was a gift because, you know, it was crazy that, you know, the week, weekend before all that happened, we had a, um, a party with a friend of ours, you know, came down from Nashville and uh, our architect was there and um, he was like, you know, if you could go back and do anything different to this building, what would you do? And we're like, we do this, 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 this. And um, he was the first one over there the next morning. Yeah, after yeah. the tree fell, he was there the next morning. And he I was, was like, like I careful what you wish I for. Go, hey, Ed, careful what you wish for. Right. Huh? Here and we go. Like, yeah, right. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I so COVID, I mean, it was just, it, it was scary. And, and you didn't know what was going to happen. And, and um, as things started to settle in, you kind of started getting a sense of the way things are going. And um, I mean, we were we were traveling quite a bit in in that month of February, late January, February. Um, we had several events in Charleston, so it seemed like we were in Charleston every other week for three or four weeks. And then we our final we we're event we were in the Dominican uh, with the Avid Brothers doing mm. a cooking for a thing there. Yeah. And um, and that time it, it started to explode. Like we didn't know like like all of a sudden we're getting asked at the airport if we've been to Iran or China and 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 um, and we we're just like are we gonna get home and um, and then you know we sat down and started talking to our team about it, you know protocols and, and yeah. then it was like shut down and um, you know, things got scary. Uh, sure. Um, you know, it was like, I, you don't know, you know, it was you like, know. you don't know, even this project, I mean, it was just kind of like, okay, let's, let's put, let's hold on. We're moving So forward, much wait but, and see for everybody. I yeah. Think, yeah. You didn't know it was going to yeah. unfold tomorrow. You yeah. Know? So you had to, you had to be in the moment. But it, it was, you know, we, we had a, um, a large, um, we did a catering for Delta on Valentine's Day, it was their employee um, uh, bonus profit sharing day, you know, so they, and, and we've always kind of done a lot with Delta where we cater their, you know, entire home base. It's a, it's a large undertaking. And 
um, you know, that was Valentine's Day. They paid for it in January, and, and you were kind of like, "Hey, let's 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 not you know slow slow time of the year anyway." So you know the so the event comes on you know Valentine's Day. Well, in March, you know, right around that time frame, that that bill comes due, and and um, and so everything was shutting down. So things, I mean, it was just like it right. was it was a scary couple of weeks. I mean, no matter how successful, especially for the airline industry as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, no matter how, how successful you are in business, you know, people, you know, you, they have this you know impression that you know everything could have gone. I mean, sure, it was you know we had a certain number that we had to meet each week and. And you're like kind of creeping right at that number, you know, the first first four weeks. You're right. kind of like, did we hit that number? It's like, yes, we hit that number. And then all of a sudden, after those four weeks, then I guess people just got kind of tired of being cooped Start up. Start crazy. And, and then yeah. then the numbers started shooting back up. So it was that that month of March and April was. Um, well, and and I'm interested in you guys' perspective too. Something I've noticed is that. You know, I know big chains were were hurting, you know, tremendously during the season. But I noticed, especially here in the city of Atlanta, um, small businesses, especially the brands that sort of grew up here in the city that people have this loyalty to, um, there seemed to be a little bit of a rallying around that. So, like you guys talked about your to-go business. I'm sure Mm -hmm. that was huge in that stretch of time for you guys. Um, But even as people started coming back out, you know, the first place that they're going to go to after having been cooped up in the house is their favorite local spot. And you guys, you know, I'm sure fit that bill. And that's that's what barbecue's always been. And that's like, you know, one of the things like to take it back to in perspective is yeah, after we opened up in um, 2007, we were faced, uh, probably within a year after we opened up, we were faced with a recession. And um, we were like, okay, now now what's going to happen? You know, we're we're barely open, you know, a year here, and, and people are losing their jobs and not going out to eat, and what's going to happen? And, you know, I think that's kind of one of the things that's, similar with COVID was, you know, it's like it kind of alters dining a little bit uh, to where, you know, it's people stopped going to the fine dining white tablecloth restaurants and then, and, but they still came to, you know, get barbecue because that's comfort. And that kind of after COVID, I think it's, it's if we get to after COVID, you know, it's, it's going to change how people dine. Sure. And so it's it's uh, it's something that's always evolving. Right. Well, and there the, were, the nice thing is people got to eat, right? Yeah. And and like you said, you guys are in a, a comfort food industry without a doubt of, of barbecue, and it's you know people grew up on it. It's something that you know I'm sure you guys get families of eight, ten, twelve, fifteen people that come you know, wait for two hours at your restaurant on, on the cab. And I'm sure we'll do the same thing here because, you know, it's familiar and it's something that, you know, they enjoy with their family. Yeah. So I think, you know, and, and to ask you guys this, this last little bit is what have you seen from your community, sort of your customer base, sort of, you know, as we hopefully are on the way out of uh, this pandemic that has encouraged you uh, or given you hope that, you know, we're going to get back to that normal and you guys are going to get the chance to really enjoy this, this brand new space and, and thrive here. We have a, a, you know, kind of a fleeting moment of, um, 
you know, barbecue, and we do a lot for the community, and, and that's kind of been the, the, the tradition of barbecue is, is for the community and give to the community. And, and during COVID, you saw the community kind of give back to barbecue by supporting us and supporting our staff, you know, that we had to furlough and, 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 and it was a really tough year for like our, our team and, and, and most of our family being out there and trying to come back in and, and, but, you know, to be able to uh, open a restaurant during, um, you know, while we're still in a, a global pandemic and, and see the support and see people coming out. I mean, uh, you know, we, it kind of gives us uh, hope that, hey, we have this new project here and, and we are, you know, advancing, we are moving forward and we're not still stuck, you know, trying to figure out, oh, what's next, you know. Um, you know, people are, people are supporting it and, and it's great to see, you know, as long as we can continue to do what we do, which is offer the best product that we can, we can make and give it the best service that we can give, you know, and, and, and people keep coming back and coming back and, and we're grateful for that. Yeah. And I think it's, you know, it's, like I said, it's one word that comes up a lot especially with barbecue as community and I think the Atlanta community itself has always embraced you know local businesses you know that's it's one thing you know to say about a city that I think that says a lot about the community of Atlanta that they're here to support the local business and and that showed true during COVID and um, they really gave back and they continue to give back because they know what a delicate situation the restaurant community is yeah. and uh, it shows every day you know people come and walk in and to hear people over here on the west side you know just constantly say you know thank you for coming over here i'm like no I've thank you for years for yeah. you know, <laughs> when we, i say we've been waiting for years to be open here and too. we're not going anywhere yeah, we're here so yeah. we're yeah, here you're um, stuck with us but yeah to, just to you know, they love the food and they love that we're open. They love the space and, you know, it's just, they're, they're, they're glad we're here. And, you know, that really means a lot to us. And that's what drives us to keep doing better because we're never, we're never going to rest on our laurels. Sure. And we're always going to try to improve it and make it better so these people can come in and keep enjoying it. Yeah. Well, I know the, the West Side community is really going to enjoy having you guys here, and I look forward to 14 down, years down the road know, yeah. talking to you guys again about... So, mark the yeah, calendar, we'll be back. That's right, that's right, 2035, yeah. Yeah. we'll be back. So I'm a Tominator guy myself. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. So, well, we don't have a Tominator over I, here. I, okay, I have to go to the east side. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. I got gotcha. We're kind of We're kind of keeping it where we have some things over there and some, some new things over here. So. 90, 90. We, you know, it's a kind of the, the kitchen that we, we don't have and couldn't have over the cab, we have over here. Right. And we have the smokehouse that we couldn't have over the cab, we have it over here. So we, you know, yeah. we, we got a majority of, of all those great things, but we have, we kind of spread our wings just a little bit over Sure. There. Well, the East Side can keep their Tominator yeah, 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 and you yeah, know, yeah, be, yeah. be proud of that. And I'm sure you guys Still will Still got up. a reason to visit over yeah, there, you that's know. That's right. And then, that's right. And I'm sure you guys will innovate over here with some yeah, stuff, yeah. you know, try some we're new just, things We're just getting well. started over here. So. Yeah. 
well, you've got a great space to do it in. You Thank guys you. did an awesome job on the build out. Everything looks beautiful. Um, don't be strangers. We'll uh, oh. we'll come in and visit you guys soon. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. We're looking forward so, to it. Thanks, fellas. Appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. Check out the new Fox Brothers location at the Works off Chattahoochee Avenue. You can find some of your favorites and a few new items only available at the new location. Atlanta Born and Brand is a production of Connects Media. Make sure and follow the show on social media at ATL Born on Instagram and like our Atlanta Born and Brand Facebook page. This season, we have launched a brand new video series to coincide with our ATL Bounce Back theme. Subscribe to the Atlanta Born and Brand YouTube channel for that content and more. Lastly, if you love the show, please spread the word. Share it with your friends and leave a rating and review on your favorite podcast app. Your support helps make sure that more and more people hear the stories of all those folks doing great things all over the city. For Atlanta Born and Brand and Connects Media, I'm Jonathan Hilliard. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you all soon.